Oh, don't touch that. No. Ah, Oh, my stuff's all broke. We're in Great. Now. Bam. Yeah. Nailed it. Oh, what a transition. Scared the shit out of everybody. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's your, that is your one technical mistake for the night. It happens all the, all the time. All the time. It happens all the time. Well, we did have somebody. We have somebody extra, so that makes more work for me. And then somebody extra was like, oh, my God, my mic's not working. What's going on? It was just working. And he was freaking out. And <laughs> he looks like, like Cat face was on, guys. He looks like a mime over there. He's like, I, I could read his lips. Like, can you hear me? And I was like, nope, no sound. And he goes, oh, yeah. he said, he's just as mad as Dano does. This is great. Oh yeah, it's real great. Yeah, it's just it's amazing. Yeah, just get pissed off all the time. That's just great. Uh, <laughs> I said you have three minutes and forty five seconds to get it figured out. And he figured it out like a true it professional. Is. Got it done in thirty seconds. Calm, cool, and collective. Cole Emerson Murray is watching from the skid steer at work. That's dedication right there. We've almost hit our 100, 100 comment mark already. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to Just Got Off Podcast. It's Monday. It's 830. Uh, episode number 15 of season two. And John, would you please introduce our special guest this evening? This is... Logan Prickett. He uh, runs with us in the All-Star Circuit of Champions DQs. Uh, you do some D2 stuff too, right? With uh, the yeah. USAC, uh Midwest Thunder Midges, right? Got it. Yep. Sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So he, uh, he's he been with us for the whole season this year. I think he's only missed a couple of them with some motor gremlins. And uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we wanted yeah. to get him on here. He's he's actually been listening here. That he said he's been listening like the last three or four weeks in a row, which is kind of rookie numbers compared to some of these guys. Because <laughs> and, and they're gonna tear yeah. you up in the chat about it. But I just got okay. I just got sent a picture from Cole. Uh, this this is his view right now. A little skid steer, a little brush action going on. Probably actually I, showed up to work today. <laughs> yeah, I find that hard to believe. He's missed the last three Mondays in a row, so <laughs> and a couple Fridays. He's had more three or four day weekends than we've had ever. <laughs> Keith Bradley been here since day one. Fuck you. How you doing? <laughs> That's true. He, he, Keith has there. his own. Uh, he has his own sound clip, which is the uh, "Fuck you." How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's Jeremy Merrick. Got to meet him over the weekend. Man, uh, I've said this like a bajillion times. John has has heard it a bajillion times. I had a freaking blast meeting all of you this weekend. 
so much that I am probably going to piss everybody off in my realm and throw guitars on the internet, sell them bastards, <laughs> and I'm going to be the rookie of the year contender for next year. It's going to be great. Or unless somebody just wants to put me in a car and watch me step on my wiener, it'd be cool. <laughs> Speaking of uh, stepping on wieners, uh, did, Logan, do you want to share? Do you want to share what happened this weekend? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. So uh, let's see. The go ahead and do, do a race recap. Just... Yeah, I mean, you could do a whole race recap because you had a great night up until that point. You had a great night up until the white flag. We were uh, pretty solid. <laughs> so uh, here, let's, let's we'll start from the green flag. So I mean, we were all good. I mean, how many red flags do we have? Three or four. I think yeah, two. I think four. two up to the point before yours. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess mine. Yeah, you were but, the third. <laughs> I mean, if you've never been to a TQ race, I mean that was some action for you for one feature. Of course, it being yeah. forty-four laps and all, but I mean, we saw Moro on fire. I mean, we saw Davis and Donnie upside down, including myself. So definitely an action-packed uh, race there. Oh yeah, Jeremy Merrick. He was a flip too. So we had four oh, yeah. cars upside down. <laughs> I I should. I, Jeremy was one. Of, well, Jeremy was one in the B main, and I'm still convinced that you could walk up to Jeremy and punch him in the mouth, and he will still be your best friend. <laughs> like he has just got the greatest attitude about him. When I I was the first one to his car when he flipped, and he is. I mean, he's caged down, wheel straight up, and I get him get him kind of tipped over on the side. I say, "You okay, Jeremy?" And he said, "Yeah." So I, I flipped him over. He's up on his wheels. And I lean in. I said, Jeremy, you all right? He said, fuck yeah. That was the best fucking ride I've ever had. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, motherfuckers. He's just yelling. And the whole safety crew's just losing it. <laughs> like, I was just like, he's good. I'm going to go see if everybody's in gear yet. <laughs> he's that's, fine. That's fantastic. Don't, don't forget about the cage stand either. Yep. Flip him oh, over. Did he get out and do a cage stand? He did out and did a cage stand. You didn't see it? Oh, oh my hands great. in the air he was praying the lord oh my oh, god man. that's great it i missed it I, I can't believe our photographers didn't get that oh, maybe I'm, ashley I'm, did she i'm sure they're out there he says i love racing jeremy you're a bad <laughs> dude man mr mr that's kid rock himself sure, that's jeremy. fantastic <laughs> so uh, uh yeah we're we snowballed again green already flag. Green, green flag yeah, yeah. Green flag. There we go. <laughs> uh where do we go uh Nice. All right. So, Logan, uh, describe describe your race for us up until. So, we had a, a big shout-out to Ryan Moore, though. After we uh, blew it up at Columbus, he gave us a motor to use, and big thanks to that guy for it. Uh, we had we were having heating issues, like those first two red flags. So, honestly, those reds kind of helped us to the end of the race. And then, I mean, made our way on the top. I mean, we were just railing it. I don't remember a lot of other people that were – Besides Ryland, Ryland made it work the entire time until his motor laid out, and then Tate was behind me, getting work he as was well. Up there a little bit too, yeah. There wasn't very many. There was only three or four of you. Yeah, but I mean, I can see why not a lot of people went up there. I mean, can't eight or ten times I got up on the bike and somehow convinced myself to stay up there until the uh, last lap where I tossed it in, and then about. When I turned the wheel to the right, I was like, oh, no, here we go. And, and then AKA, the rest is history. And history being this video clip right here. I mean, he was up there. He was sitting for sale. Oh, Penny. Oh, 
that's one of them on the side effects on that one. That's one of them. Is that one of them AMF sprint cars? Like <laughs> like adios motherfucker. Adios motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Anyway. He, uh, that's that's a snapper too, because those are yeah. one of those that there's there's sometimes you could you could feel it bike up and you could you could correct and get it to set back down and that's one of those that it just caught snapped over gone I mean you're yeah there's not much you can do hanging on yeah. there's nothing you can do on those I mean I think you can see my hands like right when it hit the hit the berm my hands were already turned all the way to the left and there was no Your left hand was already at like one o'clock. So, <laughs> yeah. I I like his awareness there. I don't know if you guys saw that there at the end of the video, but his awareness that that tells me that he was pretty coherent. Yeah, watch watch he's watch the left hand. He flipped. He yeah, he's flipping he's switches. reaching up. Oh, I better kill these. Bop, bop. That's awesome. You can That's see, good. That's good top awareness. Right, you can see something leaking. I wasn't sure what that was, but my worst fear was fuel or becoming right, a Morrow Junior. Yeah, yeah, like I didn't yeah, even have time go. to. I didn't even have time to come over the receiver. Like I was trying to say, two, you're on fire, get out." And by the time I'm even hitting the button, this fucker's halfway out of the car. <laughs> the car's still rolling. I mean, it's yeah. at a steady yellow flag pace, rolling through one and two. Popping up, I just see a white helmet pop out of yeah. there. I'm like, "What is he gonna do?" Like, there's cars not even stopped yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's Ricky Bobby in it for sure, and the Rayburns. <laughs> the Rayburns made a meme about that too, <laughs> which is classical. If you haven't seen it, you need to go over to the Rayburns page and check it out. Anyway, we're glad you're all right, Logan. That was a pretty nasty tumble. That was good, guys. Yeah, yeah. We're just glad you're okay, man. And and, and that was the first thing I thought was, man. I hope he, man. I hope he's not hurt. Like obviously, but like if he is, part of it. Was what are we like... gonna do on Monday? Because I've prepared all this stuff. I can't change it all back. <laughs> right. Like. You know, I'm just glad you're all right and you're here to join us on Monday for the for the podcast. So thanks for being here. We appreciate yeah, I, it. Thanks I for appreciate not- it, guys. Yeah. Um, other part was they would not let me get out of the car. I mean, they flipped me over and I was like, all right, just I was peed off enough after that happened. And I was just like, yeah. come on now, like let me get out. And they were just like, no, 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 no take your time. How, how many questions did they ask you? Did you they ask you a bunch? Uh, at least 12 in the car and about eight outside the car. So oh, I think dude. I was just. Did you take a trip in the old ambulance or no? Oh, yes, sir. They uh, (laughs) they forced me to get in that one. So That's awesome. Dude, I remember flipping hard one time at Columbus in a TQ. I mean, cage, cage, cage. Just barrel rolling down the backstretch. And they're asking me my name and how old I am and what day it is and blah, 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 blah. And, like, I'm getting annoyed. Like like you said, you're already pissed off. I know my shit's junk. Like, I've already answered, like, real snappy. I've already gave you the answers you want. And then they fire off. They say, well, do you know who the president is? And I said, it's that dumbass Barack Obama. Now let me out of this fucking car. <laughs> and they started right. laughing. And they're like, I think he's okay. He's fine. <laughs> exactly. God, just let me out. Oh, my God. So we uh, we had a good time, man. Like, I, yeah. you know, I had never seen a TQ race before. And honestly, once I saw the late, mo- the late models go around and then saw the TQs go around, I was like, wow like you know these things are impressive like they're they're really really kind of sketchy but they have a little bit of weight to them so it's like you know it's like watching just a half size sprint car honestly you know how how unsettling a 410 sprint car is or a midget it's like watching 
I mean, you guys go just as fast as late models. I mean, you're hauling ass. I mean, you're not slow by any means. So I was impressed, and I was like, man, I like, I want to do this. And so I think I'm probably at some point in time going to try to get some test laps in. Cole so it said that like, here, get in the car, man. Like, let's let you know, like, let's go. Like, let me just go out and just go burp, 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 burp a couple times, and I'll probably be all right because I'll be scared shitless. <laughs> and that's still a quicker time than Logan uh, Rayburn. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think he's in the chat tonight. He said, he told me in the drivers meeting the other night that he is normally in bed by this time. So mm-hmm. that's just some weak sauce. That's all right. Rex we said can. they went to the, the the EMTs went to the pits and took Kid Rock's vitals after his flip. <laughs> Jesus, I believe it, man. I, if you if you're jumping on top of your car and doing a cage stand after you flip, there's probably a valid reasoning for that. Right, but. <laughs> But, uh, that was that, yeah. uh, honestly, that was the highlight of my night. When he gets out and stands on top of the car after flipping his dick off, he's like, yeah, and everybody was cheering. It was great, dude. It was awesome. Uh, people love to see that. They like to see the good attitudes and stuff like that and make sure everybody's okay and <laughs> see that the, there's a fun atmosphere out there. Yeah, but. and you guys definitely do that. It's, I mean, we were talking a few episodes ago about the camaraderie and stuff that you guys have. Um, I mean, it's just – you can definitely see it. Like you all are a big family. Everybody understands. Everybody, ex- you know, respects you as race director. Everybody respects everybody else's equipment for the most part. We did see some stuff go down. We might touch on that a little bit later. But I had a blast. Thank you guys for having me. Cole got his pumpkin roll. You got your pumpkin roll, John. He's already probably yes, eaten like half of it. Cole's probably didn't even oh. make it home. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I got to meet Tara and Joey and Jeremy and Big Sexy Rexy, uh, Logan. (laughs) Logan turned around on the four-wheeler, and I had had pushed – uh, Nathan Long, you asked me to push Nathan Long out because they didn't have – he didn't have a pusher. So, I pushed him out during hot laps and was sitting on the four-wheeler, and then Logan is up there, and he turns around walking away, and he goes, hey – you're that guy. <laughs> like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, what's up, dude? Like, hey. <laughs> so it's kind of like kind of cool. Funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody does a pretty good job. Uh, I had a good time. We really didn't have a whole lot of issues at all the whole night. I had had one complaint of something in a heat race that I didn't see and oh, yeah. uh, that nobody really saw. And then um, the one incident that I did see happen in the feature, you know, we penalized him, and I, I talked to him after the race, and he really wasn't too hot about it. I mean, he, he understood when I told him the perspective of it and what we saw and on the replay and everything else. And uh, tech went really good. Um, I tested fuel on top two cars, and everything tested good on them. I thought everything was good, solid, done, leave the scales, and then uh, we had a motor protest. That was pretty interesting, yeah. too, because – my first TQ race, like, and I get to see the whole shebang. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I think that's interesting. I, I don't think I've ever seen one done in I have, TQ before. So I haven't either since I was racing, and I don't think I've been in a TQ since uh, 2013 or 14. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's been yeah. a little bit, but yeah, everything checked out. Uh, Joe, Joey ran a hell of a race. He uh, yeah. yeah, he got ran through the ringer. Uh, he like I said, he he got scaled, measured. Fuel tested and the motor checked all in the same night, and all was a okay. All completely so, legal. And that was after he got spun out on the first lap. 
too. First so first corner. Like first set first, of corners yeah. gets spun out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great run, Joey. Great, great run. Tail of the field to 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 win in by what, four and a half, five seconds or something like that. Something right. something, something stupidly crazy. <laughs> Josh Derrickson was one of them. He's in the chat. He said uh, he was one of them, that 9D car that um, oh, Addison yeah. True was running. He got second. But he caught put in the comments. He said, we're running pump gas. I'm going to need that back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm, it's late enough and dark enough now. You could probably siphon some out of your neighbor's car. Just go go do that. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, oh, Cole said man. the pumpkin roll was the highlight. Is 98. Half on the way home. <laughs> I didn't even think about it, but our scorer brought some too. Amanda said she made three of them and brought and put in the trailer. Did anybody get into those? I I know I didn't. I have no idea. Yikes! I th- I thought some because that cooler was gone by the time I got back, so I don't know if I was gonna say hopefully they're still not in the trailer. <laughs> no, I know they're not in the trailer because I packed it up. Everything was clean and ready to go when I left, but. Oh, Amanda said nobody did get any. That fucking oh, sucks. Oh, man. That sucks. Cole should have took, like, three of them All home. Of he would have already <laughs> had them gone. Yeah, he he, he would have missed work today. Yeah, he'd have been his puking his guts be up. Pizza. He'd have had diabetes. <laughs> so, yeah. We oh, the some... Circle City officials ate them in the office. Oh, so, no pumpkin good. roll were harmed. Damn. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Tara okay. said she thought they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. Cool beans. Uh, All right. So actually, are we gonna dive into? Already... Are we gonna dive into the episode? What are we doing? I haven't even yeah. looked. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go so. ahead and go to it. All right. Um. Today is October second. Um. Yesterday, actually, I, usually I do a national day. Um. I'm gonna do a national month too. This is um, breast cancer awareness month. Wear your pink. Um, Put your pink on your yeah. race cars. Wear your pink shoes. Wear your pink cleats. I actually have Stephanie's two got pink Stephanie's got pink my... nails. Everybody got to oh, meet Stephanie she? this weekend too. She does exist. She was there at the racetrack. <laughs> and she does travel without a broom. Yeah, she does travel without a broom. She doesn't always have a broom in her hand. <laughs> you just made her sound like a witch. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna talk about witches. <laughs> Don't get me started. We're not gonna talk uh, about witches. Okay, okay, okay. We already had that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, today is National Custodian Day. Speaking and of brooms. National. Ch- oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, National Child Health Day and National Curry Week. Curry. What's curry? It's like that spicy seasoning. Indian Indian stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's like an Indian. Now, there is a, a, oh, the Great Wall. It's in Greensburg. It's a Chinese restaurant. It's a buffet. They have these curry potatoes, and they are fucking fire. I I get them every time. It's kind of spicy, isn't it? Uh, a little bit. If it's if it's cooked in, I don't think I think it kind of takes the spice out of it. If it's, it's any hotter than Taco Bell mild sauce, I probably can't eat it. God, <laughs> what a wuss! Really? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's got a palate of a five year old. I do. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he still eats chicken nuggets and pizza and. I just had I it. just had fish sticks tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's a living man. I mean, what can you say? The craft yeah. mac and cheese. If you can't cook the, it in an air fryer, I don't want it. He upgraded to Velveeta shells. He even upgraded to Vel- Velveeta, Velveeta shells. I had Velveeta shells tonight. <laughs> oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. it is. You're all grown up. I'm a grown, up. All grown up. I'm a real boy. 
Dude, that's all, that's all I got on that. You want to go ahead and jump into your On This Day in History? Oh, uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, so tonight's segment of This Day in History, if I can get my shit to work, it's not working. This is why I need this right here. Where's it at? Hold on, timeout, flip. Um, oh, I don't have it on here. Wrong thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> He's already messed up again. That's the second oh, yeah. one. That's the second one. So I'm already plus two. <laughs> Strikes her uh, out, man. Right. Yikes. Well, I, I copied the the way it works is I copied the scene that you all see, and apparently I copied that scene before I put all the sponsor logos in. So, eh, fucking sue me. You know, I can't remember everything. <laughs> anyway, this segment of This Day in History is brought to you by Hedrick's Lawn and Landscaping. You grow it, and they'll mow it. I'm telling you right now. I got to meet them over the weekend. They put a nice Just Got Off podcast sticker on the front of their race car. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. We're actually broadcasting through two new microphones that were purchased yeah. from the sponsors of the podcast so hopefully it sounds a little bit better i know john is uh sounding a little bit better for sure he doesn't look any yeah, better but he's sounding i didn't better. think i was going to though it it took two and a half hours three hours to get this motherfucker to work <laughs> yesterday but we got it we got, we got it. it all right here we go hang on one second there little big giant hedrick's logo right on the screen bam there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go back up to the top here. Uh, in 1492, King Henry VII of England invaded France. Uh, we spoke about the, the same year that Columbus sailed the ocean blue. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that, too. <laughs> Look at pay attention in school. There you go. <laughs> Good job. A-plus for John tonight. <laughs> Winner. I hate history, so I, I try to do my best with this and learn something. <laughs> Correct answer for John. Uh, his mojobs are pretty good, Josh, from what I've heard. Then, yeah, he, uh, he, good good trimmings. Just look at his head. Yeah, yeah good trimmings. It's not, quite as good. Oh, it's not quite as good as he a Brazilian, but uh, you'll at least have straight lines. And clean. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, we talked about the um, Bill of Rights last week. Um 1789, George Washington transmitted the proposed constitutional amendments, known as the Bill of Rights, to the states for ratification. So basically they had to send them to the states, make sure the states were okay with it, and then they'll get it back and have them actually sign it, put it into law. Uh, let's see. In 1835, the Battle of Gonzales fought between Texan settlers and Mexican forces. It was the first engagement of the Texas Revolution. Um, long time ago. Long time ago. Long time, almost two, almost two hundred years ago. Believe that. That's, God, that's crazy, man. I I read these things and I'm like, were there even people back then? Like, how did they know? <laughs> <laughs> what was their pet dinosaur's name? Yeah, Steve. Huh. You big head, little arms. No, <laughs> Dino. It's bad. You know, fucking Fred Flintstone days. <laughs> Uh, in 1895, the first cartoon comic strip is printed in a newspaper. Doesn't say which newspaper or what comic strip. Uh, let's see. Um, in 1910, the first of first two aircraft collision occurred. In 1910, it happened in Italy though. They were probably drunk. So when? Flying. So when did uh, the Wright brothers? See, I know a little bit. So when did the Wright brothers? And invent a plane. I'm already on it. Going like how, into, going into Google. How long did it take Say for 1910? somebody to fuck up? <laughs> uh, seven years. Well, their, first, their first flight was in 1903. So it took seven years for somebody to fuck up. 
fuck up air traffic, and that's that's when air traffic control became a thing. Right. Look, I am. Somebody had a safety meeting over the two idiots that collided in the middle of the air. You have all that fucking space up there, and you had to find each other. Yeah. You nice. couldn't just turn left ten degrees. <laughs> like, way to go, Timmy! You fucking blind bastard. I told you your left eye was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Rayburn said that's how Swift started. They opened a trucking company after right. that, I'm sure. Goddamn fuckers, <laughs> man. Jesus Christ, the Swift guys, they're the worst on the planet. Damn. Uh, the um, I can't remember who the guys, though. Was it Schneider with the big orange trucks? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Big old... Them guys will just run you the fuck over. They don't even worry about it. They just fucking keep going. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Uh, in 1919, uh, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson had a stroke, leaving him partially paralyzed. In 1921, the New York Yankees outfielder Babe Ruth hits then-record 59th home run in a 7-6 win over former club Boston Red Sox. The great so. Bambino. The great Bambino. The Sultan of Swat. The Colossus of Cloud. <laughs> Maxim just said, <laughs> fucked up. Better watch it, Dano. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, there's a disclaimer right on the podcast page. Anything you say, Cannon, will be used against you in a court of law. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, shit. He said Dano said it, so it's okay. It is not okay. If you are under the age of 18, anything I say, well, 13, let's say, because kids of 13 years old don't more, know more about stuff than I do these days. Um, it's fine if you're over 13. It's not if you're under 13. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, 1955, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, in quotations, premiered on CBS television in the United States. Now, this is impressive. Okay. In 1971, a homing pigeon averages a record 133 kilometers per hour in an 1,100-kilometer race in Australia. What the fuck is a homing pigeon? A homing pigeon is one of them things that, like, it uses the sun and shit to fly to a particular location it's trained to fly to a particular location every time oh okay so it's it's yeah. a train it's an actual trained bird the train a bird. trained bird yeah yeah how do you train a bird how do you go about training a bird what is the first step and if i go out and rip a fucker out of my front yard tree right now how do i train him what is the first step Keep him in, in cage man training a bird <laughs> yeah look that one up <laughs> I'm, I'm on it, I'm dude. Sure, I'm sure there's a, a whole listing for it, too. A step-by-step process I mean, on how to change just... the bird. <laughs> Jeremy Merrick says you get one chance. <laughs> Josh said was Nelson. Set it on the table and hope it's plane crash. <laughs> oh, no. That's not nice. <laughs> oh, we love Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, Nelson Stewart. He's uh, he is the eighty plus five. He keeps uh, adding to his number every year in the TQs. He is eighty five years old. Last year was eighty plus four. Next year he'll be eighty plus six. So, <laughs> yeah, no Josh, shit, Josh really? No. Yes, that's why his number is eighty plus five. He is. I saw that years old. and I was like, huh? Yeah. Every year he so he was eighty and then it was eighty plus one, eighty plus two. Every year he just puts plus. Whatever the last uh, numeral is in his uh, age, that's that's great. That's original. I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. I did not know that. Oh, no. Yeah. See, I'm still oh, being no. impressed by the series. And see, it's still one. Of, and it's one of those things. Somebody asked me the other day. They're like, "Is he fast?" I said, 
Yeah, he qualified quick time down at Columbus when Tony was there. I said, we didn't let Tony forget about that either. We made sure that he knew oh, yeah. that his 85-year-old dad out-qualified him. Right. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, speaking of going fast, in 1977, Austrian Ferrari driver Nicky Lauda won his first world championship as a driver. Hmm. Nicky Lauda. Was he the one who uh, got in that fire real uh-huh. bad in yep. that F1 crash? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, uh, let's see. Steffi's trying to hold in her sneezes back there. <laughs> yeah, fucking let them out. Dude, that shit annoys me. Don't hold your sneezes in. Karina does that too. She'll take like two big gasps and then nothing. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Just let it out. <laughs> Sneeze. <laughs> the most annoying thing ever. In 1988, Mike Tyson wrecked furniture in his mansion in Bernardsville, New Jersey during a domestic dispute. What? Yes. He did what? Was that a day- he wrecked a bunch of furniture. Is that... Is that a significant day in history? Or That's is that what just it said. <laughs> it is for Mike Tyson because that was probably the first time he got into a domestic. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess there you go. Golly. Mm, I remember this. 2001. Now we're in Adana's life. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're in your life, too. So, we're, with- so we, we've been snowballing a lot from the 2001 because – not even a month ago, we had the September 11th, and then the week after that was the anthrax outbreak, which was stemmed off of the 2001 from the terrorist attacks. So now what happened just less than a month after 9-11? Cubs right fielder Sammy Sosa became the first player in MLB history to total 60 home runs in three seasons. That's not where I thought we were going. Nope. <laughs> Slightly disappointed. <laughs> a slight turn of uh, direction there, but we'll move on. Fucking baseball. Oh, shit. God. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel, dude. I was. I thought there was something crazy that I could teach these young kids, and it's just another sports highlight. Oh, man. I mean, they're really – I mean, today was actually kind of a boring day in history because we go from 2001 to 2009, uh, Stan Lee Day. Declared by a county of Los Angeles in the city of Long Beach. You know who Stan Lee is, John? No. Stan Lee is a com- comic book artist and creator of Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died here a few, just a little, a uh, few years ago, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought this was hilarious. This is why you don't wear fucking expensive jewelry. In 2016, Kim Kardashian is robbed at gunpoint of $10 million worth of jewelry in her hotel in Paris. Get Where the fuck were her fucked. bodyguards? Yeah, get fucked. You have all that money. Aren't you supposed to have bodyguards with you? If you're wearing ten million dollars worth of jewelry, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm strapped what up myself. Like <laughs> Aside from just big dicking everybody and saying, dude, you'll never fucking guess this, Dano. Like Look, you'll never guess. I just held Kim Kardashian at gunpoint and stole her jewelry. What do you do with it? It's worthless at that point yeah, because you know there's yeah. fucking. Might as well give it back to her and say it's yeah. all right or something. Yeah, like you can have it back for a hundred thousand. Just something. Just, just, right. just send it in me. a gift bag. Dude, just value do- the, the value meal for a McDonald's. I'll be I'm gonna go to Dollar Tree and get a like a birthday gift bag and just send it back to her. <laughs> right. Ten million dollars of jewelry and a dollar. Dollar like, gift bag. Fuck, why would you even like I, I, I freak out about having a ten dollar phone on my case the you know case on my phone. Like God. Yeah. 
I freaked out about putting my golf clubs in the back of my truck and having to wake up early the next morning. You know, like, I don't want to wake up early and then load them up again. You know, so I just put them in, leave them in the back of my truck, lock my truck. Wake up in the middle of the night, 3 a.m. Lock my truck. Look out there, see if there's somebody looking in the window. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Paranoid. Uh, and then recently we've been covering birthdays. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi. His birthday. He died in 1948, though. Bless you. He was an Indian independence activist and spiritual leader. Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, American comedian Groucho Marx was born today in 1890. And then sending out an SOS message in a bottle. Roxanne. Bass player. Police lead singer. Sting was born 72 years ago today. He's 72 today. Well, there you go. And I'd like to do a birthday shout out to a guy that I work with. He he watches this a few times. Uh, Matt Schweer. Today's his birthday. So happy birthday, Matt. Here's your birthday song. It isn't very long. Hey. <laughs> All right. Thank you to uh, Hedrick's Lawn and Landscaping for hosting uh, this day in history. I love that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to get to work on our new uh, our new intro, yeah. old frog. Which, yeah. speaking of, I haven't seen anything in here from Frog tonight. He's probably just lurking. He's been working on the master control room and stuff in the studio. I've so I see him posting pictures. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been busy doing that stuff. So yeah, we're we're due for a Bob's Pizza meetup though. So probably gonna be doing yeah. going down to Sullivan here before long. Hell yeah. All right. So I got a new topic that I think I'm going to do every time we have a guest. So, Logan, you get to be the first on this. Uh, I'm going to title it Who's the Host. Um, A lot of people have seen us do, like, trivia and stuff on here and me asking him questions. So it's going to become a competition. So you got to see if you can hose the host and answer more questions correct than him. If you beat him, then we'll send you a free T-shirt. If not, you still get a couple stickers. We'll still hook you up with something. So... Oh, and him being the guest. Uh-oh. I don't know if you noticed or not, but we played you a little video package there at the beginning. At the end of Absolutely. that is a hero card for you that I will send <laughs> for you, courtesy of us at Just Got Off Podcast. That is for you oh. to print off if you want to. It's completely yours from us to you. So thank you for being here. Carry on, John. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're so good. Much. You're good. But uh, so I've got 10 questions. I got a tiebreaker one, too. So. The way I'll do this is Logan will get to go first, him being the guest. That's bullshit. I made this motherfucker. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Be respectful. <laughs> Have do you not know me? <laughs> so you alright? You gonna get it together? Yeah, I'm fine. Everything's great. Goodness gracious. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna ask him the question first. If he cannot answer it or gets it wrong, Dano has a chance to steal. Do I have a chance to steal if he can't get his two? Correct. Yes. Yes. So first, you get the first option, and if you can't get it, he gets a chance to steal it. And the next question, he gets it. And if he can't answer it or gets it wrong, you have a chance to steal as well. So gonna Actually. lose. This is gonna be great. So if you, if, if I, I have know. ten I'm questions, ten, ten regular questions, and then at the end of it, if you guys are still tied, I have a tiebreaker, which will be. Whoever can, I'll have you do a sound. Hey, you know, yell something. That way, whoever chimes in first gets the first opportunity to answer. If you get it wrong, they can uh, have a chance to steal on that as well. 
So first question, Logan, how long is an Olympic swimming pool in meters? Show me your fucking hands. Don't be cheating. No Googles. <laughs> uh, I want to sit like just down once. Yes. Yes. How long is just, well, you can't, yeah, you can't flip a pool. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh, because the shortest swimming like duration in a, like a competition is 50, so I'm gonna say 50 meters. Damn, Dana's nice. already down one. <laughs> uh, well, about to get down two because nice. I'm gonna fuck this up. I'm gonna get a pit yes, lizard shirt apparently, apparently from Sexy Rex. <laughs> Sexy Rexy, I love it. They were gonna write pit lizard on my yeah, fat ass belly. It's gonna be great. Yeah, but it would have dried our permanent marker out that we couldn't use anymore. Yeah, so we did, decided against that. <laughs> um, Dana, what is cynophobia? Cynophobia? Yep. I will even spell it for you. C Y N O P H O B I A. Cynophobia. Hmm. Cynophobia. No idea. Obviously, it's the fear of. Right, it's the fear of something. So let's just say being frozen to death. Logan, would you like to try and steal? Uh, sure. I'll give it a try. That was a that was a pretty good guess. Sinophobia. I'm gonna say the fear of snakes. Ooh, nope. Dana would already had that one. Yeah. It is the fear of dogs. What? Really? Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, back to Logan. Who named the Pacific Ocean? Um, <laughs> Christopher Columbus. Oh, I feel like Dano knows this one. <laughs> you know that one? I, I don't think I do. Uh, Francisco Magellan. Uh, I can't give it to you. <laughs> It's oh Ferdinand. Ferdinand. I, damn, I can't remember what it's first. I should have just said Magellan. Oh, that was so damn. close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Damn it. Damn, Fucking history t- stuff must be like teaching you something because Fucking... golly, I have no idea. Fucking technicality <laughs> bullshit. Okay, well, back over to Dano for question number four. What is the name of the biggest technology company in South Korea? In South Korea? Samsung. Oh, Damn. Dang, okay. Throw them up, boys. Yeah, fucking gangster in this bitch. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm going to ask you this real quick just to kind of get a feel on how this uh, how this next question is going to go, Logan. Um, do you eat a bunch of candy? Uh, Not anymore, no. No? no. Not anymore. Not a candy connoisseur. You might be fucked on this question. Okay. Uh, what is <laughs> the rarest color for M&M's? Rarest color? Well, yep. let's what see. There's the... only... Five colors. Red, orange, yellow, green, purple. Purple is my answer. You wanna wanna try and steal Dano? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with yellow. The answer is brown. Brown is the rarest. Oh, I guess there are brown. Oh, yeah. I guess there are brown. Is brown the purple? Is is brown the grape one? Uh, No, brown's the brown (laughs) one. But, like, what's the flavor of brown? Cole, Cole got it, but I th- I'm not convinced that he isn't over there just, like, thumb smashing. That was screen. pretty quick. There's, a, there's about a 15, 20-second delay, so. He may have got it right then. He may have got it right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Ryan's, Ryan's thinking, yeah. 
I think he's right. He's saying that's Skittles, dude. That, yeah. You're maybe thinking oh, of Skittles. Oh, I'm thinking Skittles. T- oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Sat- it's like, hey, is it the, you had, is a, it the you had a big problem, problem on Saturday. One? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. Well, well, you know, you got your bell rung a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Question number six. So I think mm. it's just one-to-one still, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Question number six. Which is this is for Dana? Which is the only American football team to go a whole season undefeated, including the Super Bowl? The New England Patriots. Really? Wow. Logan for the steal. Oh, wow. That was if it's guess. not them, it's going to only be uh, one other team. And I, I will tell you, Dano, that. The New England Patriots were undefeated up until the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, and then, if I'm not mistaken, Eli Manning shut that shit down yeah. and beat them in the Super Bowl. It is definitely not KC. No, Kansas City is definitely not an undefeated team. I'm thinking like older. Um, oh yeah, it's good. Like, can't be like Oilers. That seems too far down the road. Um, I'm gonna take a guess. From a team that just scored 70 points, I'm going to say the Dolphins. Wow. Really? Nice. Wow, that's yeah. A- so here we go. Here we go. And, and I, I kind of want the chat to hush up here for a minute because Dale did get that. Um, <laughs> I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me what year it was, too. I'm thinking, like, it's got to be, like, 85 to 95. You want to try it, Dano? Uh, I'll fine. give you an opportunity at a bonus point uh, as well. Got to be the Dan Marino era, so era, so '93. I don't know. I have no idea. 1972. Damn. Yep, Reese Reese got it. Oh, thanks, Reese. Thanks for that. <laughs> so <laughs> you still got it right though. You still got a point for uh, picking the Miami Dolphins. Damn it, two incredible. to one. I got to step up my Dang. shit here. This I'm is shocked. That was right. Yeah, and and that was a stolen point too. Damn. Um, so, question number seven. This one is for Logan Prickett. What is the loudest animal on Earth? <coughs> loudest animal. Can I, uh, can I get a hint? <laughs> is it above? Is it on land or is it a sea creature? I, I could do that. A sea creature, but you have to be specific with the animal. Sperm whale. <laughs> Fucking oh, got it. Nice. <laughs> God, I'm getting no fucking killed here. It's crazy. Me? <laughs> Golly, Purdue pays off. Bullshit. Oh my god. They teach you that at Purdue? What the That's fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Damn Jesus, it, you gotta man. make some shit up here, Deno. <laughs> I'll do something, man. Fuck. Alright, hit me with it. Okay. Question number eight. In the state of Georgia, it's illegal to eat what with a fork? Peaches. He had to move the mouse. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I knew I, that I was wrong it. if he moved the mouse. <laughs> what is it illegal to eat with a fork in the state of Georgia? I want to, I want to say like soup. It's like impossible. <laughs> <laughs> No, fried chicken. 
Wow, really? Wow. What? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I guess that is kind of a. I feel like that's a universal rule. So yeah, I guess so. I'm eating my shit with a chicken. With so pork. I think, I think the only way that Dano can win at this point is if you get this question wrong and and, and Dano steals it, and he answers his next we, question. Yeah, we tie. And we tie. So you have to get this to seal the win. And I Big feel like here. I feel like that you could get this one here. In what type of matter are atoms most tightly packed? Uh, proton. Dano you know, for the steal. I'm gonna go with solids. Oh, oh my gosh! It's a, a... it's a ball game, baby. <laughs> it is a ball game. Let's go. Oh shit. I will I will Jeremy shit right. my pants agree. on this podcast if he gets this question right. Holy shit, this um, is awesome. <laughs> Don't let me down, Dano. Don't let me try. down. I will try. We're gonna blow through all this money that Cole and Matt just gave us if we gotta yeah, send this kid a t shirt. I'm not sure I understand. Oh. Siri's oh, talking cool. to you. Hi, Siri. <laughs> Okay. Shut the fuck up. We're trying to have a podcast here. God damn it. And, and I know he's here. not cheating just for the simple fact that he blew that one. That was an easy one. <laughs> that's, another, that's another face palm mm. one. Um, I was like, I mean, it's either electron, neutron, or proton. No. It's that's not charges. <laughs> yeah. what, what an idiot. <laughs> All right. Question number 10. Dano, for the tie to go into a sudden death round. The name of which African animal means river horse? Oh man, what? If you know this, I will. I will donate twenty dollars. River horse. Um, well, that'll about pay for your T-shirt. <laughs> what is that thing? It'll be hippopotamus. A it's a tie ball game. We're going to sudden death. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, gets up. That's twenty dollars out of the pocket. Woo. Oh man! Feel like oh, Joey. Man. Feel like Joey Paxson coming from the back. <laughs> Watch I out! I guess he kind of deserves that. Golly! <laughs> random guess. There's two of them, so I don't know how factual base I should have got those. But hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so. How do you guys want to chime in? This is this is a sudden death, so when you chime in, you will be the first one to be able to answer. So I don't know what sound you want to make. You want to say hey or you know whatever. We'll be, what, what will raise, be your, raise your hand. What, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll that's probably a good one. That'll work. Okay. So here's the tiebreaker question. You guys ready? I'm trying not to punch my microphone. Or <laughs> yourself. Just calm down. <laughs> Logan's about to spit water all over his computer. Yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's go. What city has the most diversity in terms of language? Like national city, like United States city, or what? What city has the most diversity in terms of language? Hmm. Logan. Uh, let's go with New York. Nice. Nice. He got it. He got it. New York City. Yeah. 
say. <laughs> got it. He got it. So we will get with you after this. We'll pull the merch site up so you can see what color shirts we have, what options, get your size. We'll get some info from you so we awesome. can get you as Appreciate a it, one. Nice. Well, that done. was a nice one. I like that. I like that. that. Was I'm fucking sweating over here. <laughs> Golly. That was fun. I like that. We have to we have to have more guests on here. That's so gotta we can be do that again. Yeah, I was gonna say that's gotta be a weekly thing there. Even more so that Dano got his ass whipped. Let's go. Hey man, <laughs> I'm I'm still shocked. I'm, I answered Proton instead of I'm, <laughs> I, the, the comeback kid over there. I was I was impressed that he came back. Like I I was like trying to do the math on what it would take and. By God, it, fucking happened. <laughs> it did. It I did it all for too. the entertainment purposes. I just had whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hippopotamus, it. though. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't that believe you got that. I was, I thought you were getting ready to say something about a uh, well. I, I was going to say an elephant, African elephant. No, I, I, I was thinking of shit I've seen in Africa in the water, and I'm like, well, the only two things I've seen in the water are rhinoceroses and hippopotamus and i know it's not rhinoceros because they aren't really like a horse the hippopotamus what about them gators oh neither is a hit well there i don't know are there gators in africa i don't know i have no idea crocs and gators i'm sure there are googling it i haven't seen those videos like there's a gator under the water and then like a uh like an elk it's not really an elk, i bet it's crocodiles they get snatched out of the water you can't see those. i don't know there are Snatching no alligators in africa <laughs> Crocodilia, crocodilia uh, live in Africa. Yeah. There you go. So what? What makes it to where alligators can't live there? Like, what kind of uh, diversification is there that alligators can't, but crocodiles can? There's like the American crocodile, right? Yeah. Like, so oh, why yeah. could why could crocs be here and not? I have no idea. So, I mean, it basically says there are no alligators in Africa since they are limited to, limited to the Americas and a very small portion of China. However, huh. a member of the same order of which alligators belong, crocodilia, does live in Africa. They're just called crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's in the Gators, chat. They moved singing, west. I bless the rains down in Africa. I hear the drums echo in the night. <laughs> they we did because they're coming to kill you because you just got your ass whipped by Logan. Oh, bullshit. Go. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, well, that's all I got for that session. Okay. Adam um, Boyard. Logan's, how, how's the snatch up at Purdue? Oh, God, here we go. Oh, no. Uh, uh, I've seen uh, a bunch of Adam Boyard uh, shirts there as well. <laughs> You can answer yes or no yeah. to that question. Uh, I'm just going to go with, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go with, I don't know. So. Yeah, I'm trying to read Karina, my wife's comment. Oh, there. God, don't even read it. You can read it. <laughs> I'm having a stroke trying to read it. Because alligators will see you later, and they can't do Crocodiles, that if they swim all the way to Africa, as where crocodiles can see you later and have more time. I mean, that's kind of legit. I mean, that's probably the right answer. <laughs> Put it on Google. Don't give my wife any credit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, Tara said there's a story to that. Ask Todd Albertson. About what, Tara? I, I'm lost there. About alligators and crocodiles? LP woman's washing? 
put you uh, down Rex for the next no special guest. We're, we're going to have to do a live with you, Cole. We need to get our fucking yeah. our, uh, our go-kart thing fucking ready. That way we can yeah. do some live Yeah, we need to get that put together. I don't I don't know if, Logan, you were tuning in when we were talking about that, but we're I've got to get back in touch <clears> with SIK. We're still planning on trying to do a um, charity race up there at SIK for Ashley Albertson. We're going to do and raise money oh, yeah. for her foundation. So I've got to get with them and try and get a date set up and figure out what the cost and stuff is and then try and figure out a cap limit on drivers and what it's going to cost for fees and stuff to pay them and right. be able to have enough to put back into the foundation. Yeah. So, hey, that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that reminds me, uh, the Kenyan Midgets I ran last year, they held their uh, their end-of-the-year banquet up there for rewards and whatnot. They held it at SIK, and they had this big like race with all the drivers in it. But, yeah, you could do one of those, too. So. Yeah, not 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 for the TQs. We have too much fighting already. Just want to have a <laughs> oh, yeah. banquet with nobody behind the wheel. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh Jesus! How long did it take you to quit shaking after your flip? Bill, Bill Clark wants to know. Until I got out and knew I was like still on the track. So yeah, about about however long that took. I mean, they flipped me over and and they were like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Honestly, I was like, no." I was <laughs> I was hurting real bad, so. But so what, what, went away what, what and anger think, came back. What do you think got you the worst? Was it just like the initial like just fucking bike and just fucking getting chicken whipped, and or was it the <laughs> the barrel rolling and shit? Like, John, I think we actually talked about this like after the race. It wasn't like obviously the flip was a pretty big impact and that hurt, but when they tipped me back over. Like they didn't try to ease it down. They just they just sent it really? over and I smacked my head again and I was like, I've, Golly. Yeah, dude. Like Damn. I've got pictures of me flipping cars over this year that some photographers have taken. And there's not a part of my body that is touching the ground because most of the time my feet are on the nerf bars and I'm hanging right. on the cage trying to use counterweight. That way it rolls exactly. over nice and easy. I felt like we did a good job with Jeremy. Whenever we flipped Jeremy over, everything yeah. went down nice and smooth. You know, like you got to pay attention to doing that just just in case there is any head head injuries or neck injuries, back injuries. You don't want to cause any more issues. You want to get them upright so the blood ain't rushing to their head. But, yeah, the, I, it's amazing. And, and sometimes with the big high banks and stuff like that, like those the weight of those cars is so top-heavy. <laughs> like when you're trying to flip them over. Yeah, absolutely. Gra- gravity's just working against you, and sometimes that's all they can do. But yeah, that some of that shit sucks when they get flipped over. Right. I know what you're talking about. I had that happen one time too. They're wow, <laughs> smack your head off the headrest. And that's got to be the that, that's it. Actually, reminds me. So the second race ever that I ran a TQ in was at Circle City, and I also barrel rolled it there. Brad Davis might remember that one. He was faced towards me in turn three, and I ramped off his front end and rolled it three times. So wow. Damn. The anniversary there for me. So interesting. <laughs> Chewy. That's crazy. It was a big one. That was a real big one. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. we were quiet up in the press box for a minute. I was trying to. I had actually. <laughs> fun fact I actually had already left the press box and was going down the stairs and making my way back toward the scales. I knew I had to get right. back there. We had four cars to tech, and I was trying to get down. I was. Almost getting ready to go down the bleachers, and I looked over, and I was watching you guys go into turn one and two, and then I seen it, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I hurried up, 
went right back up into the press box because I knew I had to go read the lineup off to you guys and make sure that it was right off the scoring. And then I was trying to make sure that because they had radios up there for their safety people. So I was like, have they heard anything? Like, is he talking to them? What, like, what the fuck's right. going on? And they're like, it's quiet. And I'm like, come on, say something. Like, let us know something. <laughs> and then they said that you were alert and talking. And I was like, okay, right. we're good. So. <laughs> yeah, Tara, Tara Paxson uh, told me, she was like, well, Joey was already, what, in turn three or four, like, coming to checkered. So I think, I don't I, I don't think a lot of people actually saw it directly because, he, I mean, the race was yeah, almost he, over he, at that point. He, he entered three when you flipped. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, when you when you biked yeah. up, he was in three. Saw it. Yeah, yeah, because she was actually sitting. She was actually standing outside the press box door. So, like when I walked out to go down the stairs, I actually had to kind of move through her just to get down. So, yeah, but yeah, Joey had a little bit of a lead on you guys, so she didn't. She wasn't able to get it on video. Right. And and I'm sure with it being white flag, that's where their cameras were focused on for Circle City too. And right. yeah, not anything else. So, Bill Clark yeah. said you got turned over fast because you were pouring out fuel. Well, I'm glad I turned my switches off then that fast because <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine what Ryan Morrow was thinking if that was him. So, <laughs> you're on fire, <laughs> fire, Ricky Bobby. You're not, on dude. Fire. And I yeah. like when he got out, like he was over there smacking his legs, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, spray his fucking legs, dude, like. That right. shit burns clear. You don't you don't know. And they did. They started spraying his legs, but they're they're like, Why was he spraying his legs? I'm like, Methanol burns clear. Like right. he his legs could have been on fire and nobody up here would have seen it. Like All if right. he's smacking his legs, there's a reason for it. Just spray him to be cautious. Otherwise he's gonna burn his nuts. <laughs> like <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> so Yeah. We'll All right. What is here. uh what is your topic? Uh I don't know. <laughs> oh, you didn't pick a topic? No, I didn't do anything. Oh, jeez. Um, see, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't even know. I had something, and then it just went away that fast. This is what happens <laughs> when you spend twenty-five years headbanging in a band. Stuff just goes in one ear and out the <laughs> other, and then shit just goes away. Oh, uh, I was gonna ask you, um, do you? Like, are you planning on carrying on your racing stuff, like, after college and all of that? Like, do you have, like, plans to move up into another series and race other cars? What's your what's your future looking like? Yeah, uh, we. I mean, we definitely looked into it. I mean, it's, like, dirt racing, sprint car racing is running my mom's side of the family for 30 years, 40 years at this point. So, I've had the ability and... I've been luck lucky enough to have the support to run, I mean, even now through Purdue. So, I mean, I put a lot of work on my, my dad especially. He does all the the hard hard work in uh, setting up the car, getting it repaired, especially after this weekend. I, I mean, I've, I've left him a lot to do. Uh, we, we had a conversation at the beginning of the year, like, if you're going to run or you're going to run at, like, while you're at Purdue, you got to do your job first, and that's get good grades, be a good person. Right. Help out when you can, and I mean we're gonna make it work. So for future, future wise, I've, I tell everybody this. I feel like I need to prove my prove myself that I'm able to drive at a lower level, which I know TQs people might think it's easy. Try, listen to me. It is not easy for rookies. For I mean even well, it might be easy for Joey because he just dominates all the time, but other guys it is not an easy act. So. 
I feel like I need to master that first before I can just say I'm ready for sprint cars, midgets, any of that. So, yeah. and, and I think Joey will tell you too that it, it's not easy, and he's worked his ass off to get to this point. I mean, Absolutely. I think I think he's told me he's been doing this for thirty something years. So, right, he's he's got a lot of experience that it's taken him a while to hone these skills and get that good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, in my opinion, you do very well. Like you, you do very well for yourself, and I, I think you show that. Um, you've had a couple really big heartbreakers. Um, one of them, like I was gonna tell you, you know, like you're, you're talking about your dad. You know, he's always every time I go by your guys' trailer to like give you guys a heads up on the next class, he is always heads down working. I, I never see that guy sitting down. Never. He's yeah. never in the trailer sitting down. He's always tinkering with something on the car, and. Um, I feel like me and him got off on the wrong foot at the beginning of the year at Paragon when, when we had to disqualify you after the heat race because you guys were too wide. Yep, yep, yep. You know, he was not happy about that. And, like, I think that was, like, my second race, you know, as an official. And he probably thought I was just some punk-ass kid that didn't know what I was doing. And there was a lot. But, but I mean, he even came up to me afterwards and apologized and, you know, said he just hated it because he, he put you in that position. And, and I feel like that was a race that was taken away just because had you ha, had you been narrowed, you for the invert feature invert, you would have actually been on set pole. to start on the pole. Right. And you were wicked fast. I even pulled you aside before the feature and I said, Be mad. Let it burn there. let yeah. it burn under your ass and go to the front. You're fast. You have the car to do it. Right. And we ended up taking you again that night. You, you I think you got third that night from last. Yeah. So I feel like that was one of them that got away from me. And then obviously here in Columbus, like yep. pure heartbreak, blew the motor coming to two to go, you know. And it's and people ask me, like, it's like, I know they don't see it from a driver's perspective because they don't know. But, I mean, it's an emotional journey for, I mean, I can't imagine Joey's been doing it for this longer. Even some of the other, like, old heads have been old heads. I probably shouldn't say that. But Matt Lux, Tate Marsh, <laughs> they've been running forever. I can't imagine how many heartbreaks they've had. I mean, it's only my, I mean, I've only been doing it for two and a half years now, and I've had three or four, then I'm like, man, that could have been our night. Yeah. So I can't imagine. And, and it's, and it's little things. It's, it's the little details that change the whole overall picture of everything. And, and Todd Absolutely. Albertson's in here. Um, he also just said in the comments, TQ racing is underrated and doesn't get the recognition it deserves. The drivers are inc incredibly talented. I, I will and, second uh, that. I saw yeah, that and on me and full Todd, display on Saturday night. Like, Yeah, and, and Dano touched on it earlier when he was talking about the late models and how fast they were going. And then the TQs get out there, and it's like, holy shit, they're going about the same speed. And, and me and Todd talked about that as well. Um, Circle City had actually reached out to me here in the past couple of days and um, told me that they will for sure see us next year. Like, they are all for – doing what they can to get us back here as much as they can next year. Awesome. I know they've told awesome. Todd the same thing. And, you know, Todd and I kind of was game planning on how you can broaden the, the the horizons, I guess, of people's understandings to see it like you do, Dano. Like, yeah. you got these massive cars. People are – people, like, they come to see those the, – the late models and the modifieds and stuff. And we are three-quarter of the size. Uh, it, of what that is maybe even less and we are turning almost equal times with them 
Mm-hmm. And that's what makes our our stuff so exciting is they have such yeah. a crazy wheelbase and width, and we've got these short wheelbase vehicles that are on the ragged edge every single lap. Logan proved that, and like we're people don't see it. Some people do, some people don't. But we just need to figure out how we could broaden our horizons and open the idea of other people to see it how we do and how you do, Dano, and mm-hmm. make it make people understand that these things are pretty tough to drive. They're very tippy yeah. and, and you have to be fine detail precision, like set. Otherwise you're in trouble. You know, things, right. things can happen quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's... that's why, uh, oh, go, go ahead, Dan. You're, you're good. good Logan. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that's a perfect representation of circle city. I mean, they're a track that we've seen Connor Wolf, especially just rip the top, man. I mean, I mean, it could be a three-lane track. I mean, I saw Joey there at the end of that feature on Saturday night, working through the middle almost. Mm-hmm. And there are obviously guys down on the tires. I mean, we're three wide racing at Circle City. I mean, if you don't like that, then I don't know what racing you do like. Yeah, go right? home. <laughs> save, save the exactly. safety seat for somebody else if you don't like that. And that's what I got, you know. It was like, I know you guys typically run shorter features and stuff, but, you know, you ran 44 laps. I mean, there was, like, good racing all over the track. Mm-hmm. You know, once Joey was working up through the field and, you know, he's darting in between two or three guys battling three wide, you know, and he's sliding under people into one. And, you know, there's two or three more guys ahead of him and, you know, second, third, fourth, you know, including you. And it's just like, holy shit, like, this is just insane. You don't even see that in the big boy ranks with, you know, USAC or Silver Crown or USAC Midgets or anything. You guys put on a great show Saturday night. And me, as a racing fan first, I appreciate that to the maximum extent. I love seeing slide jobs. I love seeing somebody stick their nose in and push that guy up off of his line, you know, with a little bit of respect, you know. I love seeing that, and that's amazing. So my hats, I take my hat off. If my hat's off to you. <laughs> Everybody that raced Saturday night, my hat's off to you. You guys put on an amazing show. And and, and Todd just said it too, and I want to I wanna really pinpoint and highlight something he just said. Three wide open wheel racing. Mm-hmm. Open wheel these are not stock cars this is not something that you guys carry in there and can can just beat fenders lean 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 on each other like that's that's a no-no like you guys are going over if you do that three wide open wheel racing and yeah i mean (laughs) it was a hell of a show i was very happy um i'm not gonna lie as as the new race director and coming in our normal feature laps there at circle city is only 20 laps and when when they came at me with 44 i'm like what (laughs) What we're gonna do right how many like that's over double what we normally do so i was very nervous you guys need to be doing at least 30 i mean because and we i think we uh we We did 25 yeah we did 25 earlier in the year and that was actually a mistake but it actually paid off like the circle city said that that actually worked out but then earlier later in the year they bumped us back down to 20 but but yeah, I was I won't lie, when I got in there, I was a little nervous just cuz I knew what we had ahead of us and I was a racer too, so I understand how how the adrenaline's pumping and and you see cars in front of you. You're racing. You you want to get in front of that guy as quick as you can and, and sometimes you forget and you get it out of perspective of 
man, I'm only on lap six of 44. Yeah. Like, I don't need right. to be pushing this. Like, sometimes you don't think about that, and then people go pushing their nose in places where it doesn't need to be, and now now you're out. Now you get to watch it the rest of the race from the infield. Yeah, that's eye racing so, every yeah. single time you get into a lobby. <laughs> God, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but it was one, it, it was one of those deals I tried to stress in the driver's meeting. Like me as a driver, maintain by all means. Don't 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 go out there and pussyfoot. But go out there, have fun, be clean, maintain your spot, be patient, hit the halfway point, maybe count another four or five laps, then go hard. Yeah, then get up on the you horse. Know, yeah, got you. Got to save it. You can't you can't win a race if you're not there at the end and. Exactly. You, you were all in. Like I was, you were, <laughs> I was such a good time watching you full send it, dude. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I mean, like everybody, everybody was kind of dicing around, and everybody had kind of fallen in line, and you know, became, um, I guess, complacent with where they were. And Logan's just up on the top, just <laughs> fucking sending it everywhere. You know, <laughs> I, yeah. So hence the titles this show. evening. Just kind of yeah, send it, but. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, and poor, yeah. Poor, poor Cole over there was fighting some, some, some technical gremlins the whole night. Yeah, I, I think he had a uh, terminal on Battery the switch. Terminal. I think yeah. he said, yeah. "Yeah, one of the little uh, screws or something was coming loose, causing a." And that's so um, fucked up. How issue. that something that small can just fucking torch your whole day. Like, yeah, and, and my dad, I seen my dad comment on Cole's page and telling him to talk to me. He said, ask me about, he said, ask John about um, Montpelier and the midget. And um, I love Montpelier. I love racing the midget up there. It's so fun. And even the year that I was running up there, I mean, it's just on the tippy top. I mean, they, they had the track on kill that year. And it got a big, gnarly cushion. We had a really good heat race. Um, we were set to start either outside the front row or the second row. And, um, I actually had Brett Fannin there helping me out that night on setup. So I, I mean, anybody that knows Brett Fannin through the TQ knows that he is a, he's a very good, um, um, crew chief as far as like setting cars up. And he, he was trying to help me find that edge and, you know, <laughs> we go out to push off for the feature and I'm, I mean, it's a big gnarly cushion. I'm ready to go. I've never been so amped up about a race and had a good feeling. Like you said, Logan, like, I, I feel like this is our night. We could do this. Like we're, we're yep. running great. Go to push off for the feature and a car won't fire. Just a relay. A, a relay was bad. I could have flipped that fucking car over in the pits by the trailer. I was so, and it, I, I, told uh i even commented and i said that one still stinks today that one is probably one of my biggest heartbreaks of i feel like that was the one that got away from me like yeah. it sucks yeah there's so it's a roller coaster there's so many high emotions and so many lows there's there's times you could just freaking cry because it just breaks you down so bad that reminds me of uh, May 27th. I held my oh, graduation shit. He's got party. The date. <laughs> He's got the date. Graduation this really party. Hurting. Shelbyville that was a big night for me and my family had the whole Shelbyville crowd out there I mean we packed the stands it was it was an awesome night of racing and it was an, like the beginning of the night was okay but then we got to the feature we started second grabbed the lead on the first corner and led about 10 laps brakes gave out and a track like Shelbyville where you need the brakes pretty good to get through those corners yeah uh, that one that one's a bit of a heartbreaker too 
Yeah, I uh, I got a second place there at Shelbyville behind um, Brett Hankins one time. Um, yeah. I was he was actually running behind me when we first started. Um, let's see, I think it, um, I think it was Rick Robinson. I don't know if you got to race with Rick, but Rick was one of those. He was one of the older guys that he was fast, but he was even more wide. He was one of those that if you you were gonna pass him you had to earn it because he wasn't going to make very many mistakes. And, and we were faster than him that night, and but I couldn't get around him. I just followed him forever, and they had a restart there at one time. Brett zinged it around, got the lead, and I got hung out of the dry. I couldn't get around him still, and I just chased him and chased him and chased him. And, like, I'm getting pissed because I just see Brett checking out. And I know I could have ran with him, but I he was just checking out. I finally got around him on a restart on the outside. Don't know how the fuck I made it stick down to one and two, but it did. And but I we by that point it was too late. I couldn't catch Brett. But but he he had a fast car, and that one didn't hurt too bad. I mean, but yeah, Shelbyville was a that one that one hurt too a little bit, but not not as bad as what Montpelier did in the full midget. That one that one sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Bet. So let me ask you about that some, um, just because I ran with the USAC Series 2, the Midwest Thunder Midgets. Um, how do you like those guys, like like Chuck and, and <laughs> you know, Greg and all them? Those guys are just as big as goofballs as our TQ group. I mean, I love them. I mean, I, don't, I haven't known them for as long, but, I mean, all the kids there, like, for the TQs, we get a wide variety. I mean... I mean, I mean, Landon Browning, Connor Wolf, Joey Paxson, Johnny Golf. I mean, we have ages from, I don't know how everybody, how old everybody is, but 40 to 15 or 14. I mean, we got ages all across. And then for the USAC, the D2 stuff, it's primarily from like 25 to 18. Like that's where the that's where the range of age is usually. And those are the guys that are really trying to push and get to that next level. So, yeah. I mean, I like those guys too because, I mean, I can relate to them. Not just like through driving and whatnot, but kind of just like experience-wise with coming up into the series and lower series that we came from. But we fought just as many gremlins in that series as we have in the TQ this year. So not as yeah. much racing as we would have liked to see, but definitely some good laps still this year. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed running with those guys. Um, so have you ran with them for, with a full season yet to go to one of their awards banquets yet? Uh, not yet, no. Oh my God! So they normally have. I don't know if they've changed it since I ran it, but they usually have the awards banquet there at Chuck Taylor's house. Um, I was say it's in his garage, Ohio. I think. It's, I think it's a pole. Usually... It's 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 a glorified garage. This motherfucker is a pole barn. He empties it out. We set tables up. Like there's drinks. I mean, it's super nice. It's 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 a. I don't know, man. It's it's it's. It's kind of casual, you know, to do the awards ceremony, and then afterwards we got food. And drinks, and I mean, it's a great time. Last time we were over there, we partied, and then me and Bryce Dews, and there was a bunch of us, we we called for an Uber to come pick up like six or seven of us. <laughs> they actually set two cars. They picked us up, took us to a brewery in town. We drank more, shut that place down, had to have another Uber come back and get us <laughs> and take us back to Chuck, and then we partied some more out there, and then we all crashed and stayed the night, but... Yeah, it's always a good time with them. They 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 put on a pretty good show. They run a very fair program. Um, 
they've actually been very helpful to me, you know, with the race director stuff. If I have any questions, especially Chuck, you know, and um, okay. things to look for and stuff. They're they're a great group for sure. They've got a great thing going, and and like when I got into it, you know, we were we were bringing sixteen, eighteen cars, and by the end of the year, we were. I mean, if we went to Montpelier, granted, some of them were regional cars. We were 33 cars a night. And yeah. so I feel like for the for for what they've got going on now, I'm sure they're well over 20. Like, they're doing a great job. So, yeah. Good night, but, Todd. Thank you for stopping. Good night, me, Todd. Yeah, night, Todd. <laughs> we love you too, man. Love y'all. <laughs> Peace. You get some sleep, man. So, uh, oh, so that. was that kind of, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> was that, was that on your topic, Dano? Is that still you? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I got one more question for you real quick. If you could race for any yeah. race car team in any series, who would it be? Oh, that's good. Oh, that's, uh, it's tough. I mean, I would love to say it'd be the, uh, Clausen team with the, uh, see, I mean, that would be a dream or RMS, the midget or. My true, my true one would be uh, Riggs Racing with my grandfather. Harry Riggs, he owned a Silver Crown team and a Sprint Car team. Nice. Uh, we lost him in 2017, I believe. So I kind of regret, or not really regret, but I kind of wish I'd hopped into racing more when he was still alive with us. So I would have had some bit of knowledge, more car setup knowledge. I feel like we could have advanced a bit quicker, but... Okay, for me, I have his son, Casey Riggs, who is usually at the track with us. He knows quite a bit. He ran USAC for a couple of years, so very thankful to have him with us. So cool. who is the other guy that comes with your dad? He's he's usually his right-hand man. He he looks like a younger guy. If I had to guess, he, was, he, he looks like he's mid-30s. That would be Casey. That's Casey. So. Okay. Okay. Yep. I've never I've, – I've only talked to him. I haven't – exchange like names or hellos or anything right, right, just right. just basic stuff gotcha yeah so, that's that's pretty good that's, that's pretty, pretty solid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, trying my me... mic this heavy ass mic's trying to pull the boom down <laughs> i told you it was going to man <laughs> crazy yeah tighten tighten her up baby all right yeah i don't know who would you who would you race for dano let's um, extend this out of <laughs> you know i honestly think i would have to go with richard childress I'd want to race for RCR. I've just really? always, Good I've answer. always, I've always been a big fan of, of the way he runs his program. And when I was a kid, that was kind of who my dad followed around. You know, it was a, it was a family yeah. thing. You know, it was dad was always wearing the RCR shirt, and that was honestly the first time I ever went to a NASCAR race, which I didn't go until I was uh, in early twenty, early twenty one. So it was I had just turned twenty one. We went to Talladega for the October or the fall race and uh that I got a free shirt from the RCR trailer and that was the first NASCAR shirt I'd actually ever owned so you know it was just kind of stuck with me that RCR was kind of one of those grandfather brands of NASCAR and that's who I that's who I if I had a choice that you can pick from these five that's who I'm going with every time it wouldn't matter if it was McLaren or or whoever and if like IndyCar open wheel racing have to be the Ed Carpenter team just because he's from (laughs) you know from indiana and just the way they run their program as well so yeah hell yeah i mine i don't know i guess if you go with the history of it and just 
Um, for the knowledge part of it, I'd probably have to pick KKM. I mean, Keith and all them yeah. are crazy knowledgeable. But um, <laughs> if I had to pick a modern-day team, um, he hasn't left a huge footprint yet. Yet, um, He's still pretty young in his program, but I would probably say Tanner Thorson's. Oh, that yeah. kid yeah. works his Absolutely. ass off. Works his ass off. He puts show. nice pieces out. He takes a lot of pride. Um, I could a hundred percent get behind somebody that leads by example like he does. I mean, he yeah. he can do Absolutely. it all. He can work on them, build them, uh, set them up, and drive the damn wheels off of them. Um, I, I've gained a lot of respect for, out of him out of the last two or three years, um, and I think his results at the Chili Bowl show exactly what he's doing with his midget program. So yeah, um, I'll agree with that a hundred percent. Your dad chimed in and said, uh, "Can't go wrong with Roger Pinsky." IndyCar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to win yeah. races, Greg, you got to go KKM. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just pretty crazy. Hey, Jessica Coons, you were just talking about her doing some video stuff earlier. She's in here. She said, I was yeah, legit yeah. just thinking KKM or Thorson. Yeah. There you go. Yep. So, awesome. So, I do uh, another little segment here. I'm sure you've seen them. The Would You Rathers. Um Dan, it's got the graphics ready, I think. So this one is presented by the Murray Automotive Detailing and Performance. Uh, he's got his phone number up there. We uh, got it right this time. <laughs> yeah, we got it right this time. That way you don't have to call Becky. And then, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, if you got any uh, performance or detailing needs for your cars or whatever, go ahead and get a hold of Cole Murray. The number's there. Um, for all the audio listeners, I'll go ahead and give it to you. It's 765-698-5915. Um, so... I guess this is for all of us. Um, instead of just just instead of just Logan, I guess I'll include Dan. I'll be nice, even though he sucks at trivia. <laughs> I can um, I can go get a drink real quick. It'll be fine. No, you're I'm good. Almost you're empty. Good. Would you rather be in uh, reincarnated as a spider or a mosquito? I'm gonna go with spider. I'm gonna say spider. I feel like that's gonna be the obvious answer. You're only di- saying that because didn't didn't your dad have a, a pest extermination company? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has yeah. the uh, mosquito assassins and pest assassins. So we work with uh, about everything. That's pretty cool. Like I think I've talked to him about it before. One of my buddies, um, he owns that indie bed bug, uh, indie east bed bugs or whatever. He kind of branched out on his own, and that's kind of what he specializes in is just bed bugs and cockroaches. But yeah, Which, man, that's. That's a crazy job. Those are that's kind of scary. I mean, <laughs> I guess I would be just itching. I feel like I'd be crawl, like my skin would be crawling the whole time. So <laughs> yeah, God, I'm getting freaked out about it. Besides now. racing, <laughs> I work yeah. full time for my for my dad in the bug business, and that makes yeah. you want to scratch your skin off. Oh yeah, you see you some see. wild, crazy shit. Like I guess as, as far as how people live, you know. And, and my buddy's. Yeah. Buddy, my buddy tells me all the time, he's like, I tell them that, like, I cannot help you unless you change your lifestyle of how, how you live. Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of how we, just, yeah. yeah, it's, and it's, yeah, it's crazy. I, <laughs> ah, gives me the hey, bitty, <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's how they roll, too. I mean, it's like, we are, we are willing to do our services and do our best to help you, but if you're not willing to put in any effort, to help yourself we're getting nowhere so yeah and he he like has said that he has like a i don't know like a, a 30 or 60 day guarantee or something something like that that once he treats 
like he'll come back and do he'll come back and do follow-ups and stuff <laughs> or <Poor> microphone <laughs> oh, dude i'm telling you it's <laughs> we slammed yeah, it but, all uh, together he... last night in like two hours and got everything working and like yeah now i'm crazy. just yeah yeah but he was saying that he has like a 30 or 60 day guarantee from the first time he sprays or whatever but you know he said if if he comes back and does a follow-up like and they haven't changed anything like he's not going to validate that and he's going to just charge him again you know right like you gotta you gotta try and make some changes to help him help you so <laughs> yeah jeremy just chimed uh, in and said 217 comments i believe the record is what 360 something 360 it's, and some it's change up there, dude it's yeah. pretty crazy. But that was on like a two and I mean, a half we... hour fucking podcast last week. So yeah, it was pretty wound out. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get that Let's far see, tonight. We reached, but We reached 32 viewers, 30 some viewers. So yeah, yeah, good nice. numbers for the Fuck yeah, bit, that's so. all you, buddy. They, they don't want to show up to hear and see us. I mean, yeah, they hey, see I, our ugly ass every week. Hey, I enjoy it all the time. So <laughs> thanks again for the invite, guys. Yeah, man. yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So uh, I would have picked a spider as well. So, um,. <laughs> Would you rather use a push lawnmower bar that is too far or far too high, or use a push lawnmower with a bar that is far too low? Oh my god! Too high, too high. I got back problems at the age of eighteen. No way. <laughs> yeah, because you're doing tumbleweed shit like you did the other night. <laughs> Self-inflicted. Yeah. See, let me let me think about sure. this for a minute. Uh, I'm gonna have to go too high because you got the leverage to yeah. You got the leverage to pull do you, it down and turn it. Do you it, really? You know? have... Yeah, but you're not. You still gotta, like, you gotta think. <laughs> you gotta think if you you're gonna you're push it up, up instead of like push. Yeah, like, I feel like it'd be heavy. Like all your all your weight is up here, and it's just gonna bow you back. Actually, I'm changing my answer to a low, and I'm gonna hook my quad up to the front of the lawn or to the back of it, and just push it like that. Oh, that's so bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah, Logan I would... hasn't ever used a push bar. Comment in chat. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I have. Trust me. That's what I did before the bed bugs. On that's, no one services. That's what I did to pay for my pit passes when I was twelve or thirteen years old to be able to go to the races and stuff like that. As I, yes, I did a lot, I mowed a lot of yards just to be able to pay for my pit passes and food. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd have to use the too low as well. I think it'd be easier to kind of shove, shove along. Right. I, you're not going to have the leverage if the bar is way too high. Yeah. Um, all right. So we usually have a juicy one too. So um, would you rather, let me ask you, are you working anywhere right now or is this school? Uh, it's school right now. <laughs> oh, so this one sucks. So we'll, we'll just say that your job is still working for your dad. Okay. <laughs> just would for, you just rather giggles. Love to hear this. <laughs> yeah so would you rather send a dirty picture message to your boss or your mother <laughs> what's wrong with you guys <laughs> there's a lot of things wrong with us we could get started but we never oh, end up man. stopping this podcast i'd have to say my dad yeah, I, think, of... I, I think your dad would handle there's a some lot conversations <laughs> before i'm sure we could handle another one so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my boss too because I don't have to show back up to work. I got to deal with my mom for the rest of my life. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah. to show back up to work with my dad. So yeah. uh, either way, I'm having this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with somewhere. I'm gonna go with boss because my mom is so sensitive about everything she sees right. nowadays. Right. Right. 
Okay, here's here's a backup story to that. I go over to see my dad earlier today, and my mom just had hernia surgery, so she's like milking it for everything it's worth. And I get over there, John, and she is fucking pissed. She looks at me and goes, "Why? What's this I hear about you're selling all your guitars and you're gonna buy some TQ midget whore thing or something?" Oh, uh, so she seen my post. <laughs> she on the, saw on the, the post on the podcast <laughs> and thought that you were serious about me selling guitars and buying a fucking race car. And she was so mad today; she was all upset. <laughs> so, does, so does she listen to this? I mean, does she know? It's no, true she no, she doesn't listen to it. <laughs> But, I'm just digging your ass a bigger hole. I know it's fine. It's my mother's, like Jiminy Christmas. She just, she just flies off the deep end. You know, she don't understand that the guy with the photoshopped alien head on his body is is not real. You know, she thinks that oh shit, it's on Facebook. It's got, goddamn, you got to wear three masks now to get rid of COVID. Oh that's, Jesus, that, that's my mother. Oh, God <laughs> she, bless her. She was so mad today, dude. So mad. And in her defense, she's on all kinds of drugs and shit, too. So, you know, from the hernia, hernia surgery, not actual drugs or anything. You know, my mom is <laughs> my mom's glad, 70 years old and like snorting cocaine like Nikki Six from the 80s. I like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> she was mad as fuck today, dude. And like, I, I just went over there to see Dad, Mom. Like, if you're going to yell at me every time I come over here, I'm just not even going to walk in the house. <laughs> you can come out and wave at me from the kitchen. Hi, and I'm, you know, <laughs> she was mad. Why are you Stand selling on the porch your with guitars? Your hands on your hips. Yeah. Why are you selling your guitars? God damn it, damn it, Daniel, you're so stupid. She was like legit freaked out. Then, oh, huh? she was mad, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll have to see what else I can get you into then uh, with some the podcast so especially if i can hide behind it she'll probably believe it <laughs> i can't wait i did can't say wait. that i did say that a bunch of times saturday night though and i'm gonna sell all my shit and buy a fucking race car <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna make a post on there later saying that next week we have uh, got a sponsor um from from trojan condoms <laughs> to go out to a nude beach and we will be live streaming from a nude beach next week. Awesome. So badass. You heard it here. You heard yeah. it here first. Yeah. We're gonna have a big no giant magnums. Trojan condoms. <laughs> Nobody nobody's nobody's of that size around here. No yeah, magnums. We're, we're a bunch of white dudes <laughs> from the Midwest. It's uh it's we're bad. the Trojan trage tragedies. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And James McAdams, my buddy there in the chat, he he knows my mother. And uh yeah, you, you, man, when she gets pissed, it's just like Jesus Christ. You can do you can do one of two things. You can sit there and take it, or you can just throw your hands up and walk away and just hope that she's not mad at you the next time you go. <laughs> you can at least make money with your guitars. You're right, Fred. I can. Yep. But I never know. I might be, you know, 30 years from now, I might be the next Joey Paxson. You never know. I might be just fast as fuck. Driver of the 10L is hung like a horse, is what Adam <laughs> said. <laughs> yeah, that horse is tired because that fucker goes to bed before this thing even starts. So. <laughs> uh, he gone, but he didn't even make it. 635 rolled around. He's in bed. <laughs> See it. Speaking of the Rayburns, if you've listened to this enough, most of our just the tip topics come from them. Um, so... I asked for just a tip topic the other night, 
And this was their just a tip topic for you. And it's changed like three or four times since you're flipping shit. Um, and you're blowing motor, so I didn't go with those. <laughs> but, <laughs> you don't take those personal anymore. There's, they're just the tip topic is what's the perfect time to get to the racetrack? <laughs> Logan is that's, always is one of the last story. ones into the pits. That is a funny story. Well, last year, I mean, I feel like we were there way too early. Like, um, we are the ones that get the car set up, all ready to go, like at the shop. Yeah. dialed in got the tire pressure set yada 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 so we don't need to get there at 3 30 and pull the car out jack it up on stands and do what we need to do i mean it's already done so i mean i get there and i don't know driver's meetings at 5 45 i mean i get there at five o'clock maybe oh yeah I mean, you I, rolled in that's at five perfect timing for today. me like when we're trying to figure out how many cars we got we got our total number and i'm like we got one more. Prickett's just not here yet. What time? Yeah. What time did I get there Crank Saturday? Uh, I think you were there at about four forty-five ish. Jesus Christ! Really? I beat Logan. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Also very. Uh, <laughs> I'm very lucky to have like Harry Martz and Tate and them and Matt Lux too. They always kind enough to save us a spot every now and then. So. Yeah, and that's Shout that's what actually man. I was getting ready to say. You know, like he's one of the last ones in the pits, and he still somehow doesn't have to park in the back forty. Like there's some <laughs> people like you show up late at Circle City and you're parking down by the fucking exit gate. Yeah, like you're all the way down there. You're that's like, true. you know, he's parked right by he parked right by the scales. <laughs> yeah. I set the scales up when I got when there. You, yeah, when you said he got there at five forty-five, I was just thinking to myself like, if he got there at five forty-five, why the fuck was he all the way on the north end of the track? Like what the fuck? Teachers kind of like overtook that area. I don't think originally Circle City planned to have like the trailers parked over there, but we kind of just made that our area, and now we yeah own it. yeah, and and they don't care. Like I mean, we were yeah, the yeah, only class yeah. the other night that had a B main. Uh, we brought thirty one cars, which was massive. I mean, that's awesome. This year, yeah. Um, I feel like we're gonna lose quite a bit just because of the damages and stuff that happened this weekend for Columbus for our last points race, but. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, it it was awesome just to step out of the trailer and just look straight ahead, kind of to the left, and look all the way right. And it is nothing but TQs all the way down through there. Yeah, you know, we well, we where took you, up where you pits. parked, Logan. I have a saying that we call whenever we get a front row parking spot like that. That's called rock star parking, man. <laughs> yeah, he literally rolled right off the scales right into his pit. Yeah. Sorry. Like you're one of those. If you miss the scales the other night, you're an idiot. <laughs> because you almost have to roll over the scales to get shout to out, your. Shout pit. out to Evan Chateau. He's missed like three or four of them this year, and he's gotten DQ'd a couple of times. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to the uh, Browns. Yeah, D- and Der- uh, Josh Derrickson got DQ'd at Rushville because he missed the scales after oh, a B main. Really? <laughs> yeah, he missed it for a B main. I think that's how uh, I think that's how Merrick got in. He transferred from B because <laughs> Derrickson did. missed it. He did. He made Derrickson. the A main. <laughs> yeah, that's Derrickson. Funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Merrick was running third, or no, running fifth. He was running fifth. Yep. Yeah, we took top four that night. <laughs> and we took top two to the scales, and Derrickson missed it, got DQ'd, and it bumped Jerry, uh, Jeremy up to fourth. Hunter, you're going to have so. 15 cars because I'm bringing my new one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. If I don't have a car, I'll still be there supporting. Maybe John will give me a headset and I can be in the infield. 
that's fine, dude. I, Jer, or yeah, Jeremy Merrick said he was probably going to show up too. I don't think his car is going to be ready. He's got some frame damage as well, but he said he was going to come. I could find plenty for you guys to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's what I kept telling John. I'm like, just if you need help, man, just fucking let me know. And he come blasting around the corner on the quad, said, "Hey, I got a guy down there that needs a push. Get on." <laughs> and I ended up doing that, you know, the whole the whole night basically up through the yeah. B main. So, yeah, and that was that was tough too because Circle City like normally we it's it's a, a, a I guess a normal pace for us but man they ran a very fast show the other night yeah very fast show like yeah. it was and, and I I felt bad like to go around and have to rush you guys so much like we gotta go like you guys gotta get up there they we are next right. they're burning through this. And, and I, I even had to send one guy to the tail of the B main, you know, because he was late to staging. And it's, I, I don't like to do that, but it sucks, you know. But yeah, like when we go to those places, we just have to be a little bit better. I think that'd be my only complaint. We just got to be a little bit better on the heads up, you know, and and know that I don't have any control of it. Like they're screaming in my ear just as much as I'm in your ear. Like I'm just trying to get us going so we can keep the show rolling and make them happy because. That that is a very good place, and like like we were talking about earlier, it produces the the track produces really great racing, three wide all around, and I'd like to keep doing what we can do to you know keep making them happy. <laughs> so, but I do this appreciate was, a lot uh, of you guys because a lot of you guys were already sitting up there waiting for me, and like I'm just like thank you, <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> that I don't have to keep running around. <laughs> yeah, this weekend, like I think we well we show Circle City enough that we can race clean well and fast sometimes i think circle city kind of underestimates us because they put us like fourth or fifth in the lineup shoot i'm like if you give us a good track we will give you great racing right right i mean putting us in that second slot was a perfect outcome yeah and i hope i hope they saw that and i could talk to their race director me and him's been texting and stuff and um he's a great dude like his name's kevin bear and um I think we could probably push for that some next year. I think we've established a a great a great core group of people that come to those events and a great car count to put on a good show. We don't kill the track. Like, you know, we put on a good show for what we do, but we don't kill it for the other yeah. series. So they they could run right. us and it and it's a seasoned track, I guess, which you could say for it'd be perfect for the modifieds to go back out there and run on or something like that, you know. Um you know, if we were a sprint car where they're just buzzing the shit out of it and, you know, everybody gets a slick track after that. And there's some of those times where sprint cars are just going to go out there first and that's just going to have to be what it is. And we just, right. you know, just because they are a premier class. But, um, yeah, I mean, and, and another thing, too, Hunter was saying that his dad helped push off and stole the quad and he was pushing off in the feature uh, when he had to pull off and was helping on the Reds. Yeah, like I can't thank everybody enough. I know, you know, Ron Combs, um, and you mentioned him earlier, the Kevin Brown and uh, Bill Clark. He's in here tonight. And then Oogie Goff and just everybody that has a four-wheeler that has been instrumental in helping get everybody up to staging and getting cars pushed off um, with us being stretched so thin on officials right now. As soon as the race, I'm, I'm leaving. Like when you guys take the white flag and go through one and two, I leave the track as soon as you get off. That way I can get back to the scales, try and get the scales turned on, get everybody scaled the top two, and then hurry up and try and get back to the track to try and see who else is left to push off and get back on the track again. And it's just a vicious cycle. So, um, 
with, without all the you guys that's got the four wheelers and the people that's volunteered all kinds of crazy help, I mean, we couldn't do it. We couldn't run as efficiently as we do. So right. big, big thank you to everybody that does help me out with that. So, Absolutely. um, so what, yeah, what time, I, what time is perfect time to get to the racetrack? <laughs> Fucking five five Lo- Logan Prickett time. That's what time it's time to get to the <laughs> exactly. racetrack. Exactly. I was the at the track at up. one. I was at the track at like one or one thirty. No, yeah, I w- There was four of us in line. <laughs> there was Adam Bullard first, and then um, oh man, I can't remember his name now. Yellow fifty nine car. Come on, help me. Oh, um, Chastain. Yeah, Chastain was second in line. And then the Rayburns were in front of me. And then there was me. I can't remember who else pulled in behind me. But, yeah, we sat there for a while. Unless and, you guys are tailgating, I don't see a reason to get there at... I got char- to charge the radios. I got to get the scale set you, up. because you're in the track and field. But Boyard, I'm not sure what he's doing. I mean, celebrate in the trailer. But, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, his his trailer, I don't know if you've ever been in there, but it's like a little man nice. cave in there. It, it, it is he, nice in It's there. not big. But it is set up very nice. Cozy. It's cozy. It's cozy, sure, yeah. So. Yeah, it's got a little vibe to it. It's got a good feel. Hell yeah. So I gotta get with the Rayburns and I gotta talk to them about letting me get on top of their trailer and watching the races, man. I mean just we do need it. to have like a designated spot for them to pull as close as they can to the track. Anybody who wants to get up there and watch, they can watch. You just gotta get there at fucking one o'clock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's all right. it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. They, yeah. They, speaking of a hangout, dude, I did. I don't. Dano, did you go over there and check out the Rayburn's trailer? I I took a peek for a little bit, but yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah it's, that's a pretty I nice mean, rig. Classy, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> it, and it pays off big time on them like crazy hot races. You could, they've got the AC cranked in there, and you could always go in there and just cool off for a yeah. minute and get out of the damn blazing saddle sun. The thing that sucks is like I I wish I didn't live so far away because you guys are mostly on the the eastern side of Indiana, and racing. The closest you get to me is is, is Paragon, and that's right. that's still forty five fifty that. minutes. You know, yeah. Paul mentioned that earlier about need to get more at Paragon, and uh, I'm not a big fan of that track, but I probably won't go see four tens there. But I would come and see you guys race at Paragon. Like because you don't kick up a lot of dust and they're gonna we put on a pretty good show at Paragon. I I could see that. Yeah, yeah, and and even the sprint cars. Like the past few years, I don't, I don't think people give Paragon enough justice either. Because like they have done a lot to that track to help out. Absolutely. And and there was one time, one time earlier this year, I remember um, track was track was gone. It was taking rubber and a B main, and they went to a big intermission. They went out there, did a whole track rework, cut it all up, and that fucker was awesome. Like the track, the moisture yeah. all came back. We were running the top. They were they were zinging her in on the top and three, diamonding off, shooting back down across the moisture off the bottom of four. I mean, they were ripping around there. And the sprint cars put on a hell of a show. The moisture stayed. They didn't hardly kill it. Yep. Like they do a great job over there. I think you got to give them a chance there, Dano. Yeah. But, I mean, last with, time, I, last time I was there, it was so. I mean, it was early on in the season, and it was so dry and so dusty that, like, when the sun was going down, you couldn't see fuck all of nothing. And that was before they built all grandstands and everything and all that crap. And I was just like, I told Steph on the way home, I said, I'm not coming back here. I mean, it's a cool track, you know, with, like, that paper clip, you know, long straightaways, 
you know, it's basically like a mini Terre Haute action track, you know, with tight corners yeah. and long straightaways. And uh, it's fucking great. I love the racing there. I've seen a couple, three races there from pit side and from the grandstands. Uh, I just, I just cannot deal with getting that westward wind and having all having it be that dusty. Like juice that fucker up. Let's go. You know these people are going to be fucking miserable because the the grandstands are on the wrong side of the fucking track. <laughs> right. I was I about was uh, tested out the Rayburn's four wheeler earlier, earlier this year to see if it was a fucking hovercraft because. I almost forgot about the pond that's in the middle in the of infield. In the oh, infield yeah. by three and four. And, you know, I pulled out on the track and it's all grown up. There's water in there, but it's all grown up. It's just it's looks weeds like and what yeah, thick yeah, yeah. weeds and greenery. And but it's not real tall. I mean it's it is, but it's not. It's not something that on a four wheeler you'd be like, Oh, I won't make it through that. Like it, it's something that you would just be like, Fuck yeah, I'm gonna haul across it. And I got thinking, I was getting ready to go across the track and I'm like Oh fuck yeah! They got a pond here. <laughs> I, I kind of went out and around. <laughs> the only I have one complaint about Paragon, and it's the fact that every time we go there, whether that's in the TQ or when I ran a Kenyan there this year, it always rains. Late. Oh yeah, we got a little and bit of a sprinkle. And it is late. It's very late. It's a two-hour drive for me, so yeah. you know, by the time I get home, it is crazy, crazy late. Well, when y'all getting home at you know two or three o'clock in the morning, welcome to the rock star life, man. Because I do that shit like every weekend. <laughs> uh, that's I always used to say when I was working for Andretti's uh, for their sprint car team, like when we ran at Lawrenceburg. Um, anytime, anytime we ran at Lawrenceburg, if I was at home and in bed by two a.m., it was a good night because mm-hmm. we always went. Me and John and Jarrett, we always went and ate at Applebee's and did with the car wash there in Shelbyville on the way back through. And then we'd go unload and have everything sitting there in the shop, kind of air drying, ready for us to come back in. So, and then I had an hour drive from the shop back to my house. So, if I was ever to get back home and it was showered and in bed by two a.m., it was a good night. Nice. So, but well, well, gentlemen, I think that's a podcast. We went in, and we were in. Logan was in. In space. The air. He was in the air and space for a while. In orbit. In orbit. Logan, we appreciate you being here, man. Thank you for joining the podcast. And uh, we'll, we'll get you your complimentary hero card and video package out to you very, very shortly. Probably within five minutes. <laughs> Ke- Ke- Kevin Basically Riggs again, Pricket. Uh, Kevin Riggs Pricket said in the chat. He wanted to make sure you've seen this. I'm sure he says, Night logo, number 37 on the track, but number one in my heart. <laughs> we're going to start. We're going to give That's you a new nice. nickname right now. We're going to call you the Spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> Logan the Spaceman Pricket. Eric's got me covered with LP22. LP blowing <laughs> up if Jeremy's still in here. <laughs> so what's the 22? I got to ask. I, I, I know you're not 22 yet. Uh, I mean, growing up, uh, 22 had always been our family number, my dad's number racing. Okay. Sports numbers, 22, and then in memory of my grandfather and his racing team, 37 came into play for us. So, so you and Jeremy actually kind of go back a little bit because he's from Shelbyville too. So he, he knows you. He went you, to school with my dad, did. actually. Okay, so, so he's got he's got a, a personal acquaintance with you as far as knowing yeah, yeah. you a little bit better than what most of us do. Right. Just from seeing you on the weekend. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Gotcha. The fifth. Awesome. All right. LP twenty two. We'll you leave got it any uh you got any sponsors you'd like to thank? Uh, any names on the side of the race car you'd like to give a shout out to? Uh it's not so much just some of the companies, but uh Sly Fox Creative for the uh, awesome boiler up racing club. 
little uh, paint scheme we got on all of our cars, but I just want to thanks to everybody who showed out tonight, everybody who goes to the racetrack, supports TQs in general, anybody who supports dirt racing as a whole. I feel like the community is a bit overlooked sometimes compared to asphalt racing, but um, we always put on a good show, at least that's what I've seen. People have respect for everybody, and it's it's a love. It's a love affair. So racing, great times, and just one big family. So Hell yeah, everybody dude. else. I'll agree with that completely. Full, full on display TQ midgets and the family package and the excitement package was on display Saturday. So I will agree with that completely. Uh, this has been Just Got Off Podcast Season 2, Episode 15 with special guest Logan Prickett. John, you got Bexley over there anywhere? Yeah, she's going to send us off. <clears throat> We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Peace. Peace out.